BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. The legends are true. But overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, this is Old School, sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. Broadcasting veteran Derek Pearson. When you find something that moves them, that makes them smile, celebrate it. That's your task, that's your superpower. Nebraska Football Hall of Famer Jay Foreman. Rifles a pass, it was tipped, it's picked off by Foreman. He's at the 15, 10, 5, he'll score! On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're going to let this play a little bit for about five seconds. You, Nate, do you, have you ever heard of MTV, Yo! MTV Raps? I've heard of it. MTV was just Fat a little bit Freddy before my time. And, and Ed Lover? A little bit before my time. All right. All right. You know, you know uh, we had my man Nick doing the dance. Did Ed you? Lover dance. Yeah, so, you, so anytime you produce, <laughs> you, you got to do it. I got to do it? Yeah, this is old school and rolling solo, solo today. Solo dolo, as they like to say. We were brought to you by the Mercado, located at 84th and Havelock, certified Piedmontese and their special ingredients and butcher shop, where they have take-home meals like street tacos, family-sized lasagna, single-sized lasagna, and, and tacos. They have any type of pasta you want, seafood, any type of meat and cut that you want, along with desserts, their own beef jerky, turkey jerky, so forth and so on, so... The Mercado, located 84th and Havelock. We appreciate their support. So we're old school today. I just came in on the back end of Nate and Strick's con- conversation. So text line if you're listening. You know, I've been I was I was had a little bit. I turned you guys on a little bit as I was driving in and and doing some things today. And I and I've heard I heard Bach and in, in uh, Farley on their on their show. Are they uh, going at it? They're going at it. Bach was had a little bit of haterade pumping through his veins. <laughs> so the text line I'm reading some of it here. So I want to ask you guys. Give me the give me your real reason why you would be okay or have a problem if Mickey Joseph was named the head coach next Monday, regardless of what happens this weekend. Okay? Cuz my feelings is a little bit different. This isn't necessarily about wins and losses. It can't be. 
because the metrics came out that you only had to win six games to get five million dollars. I can guarantee you this, Trev Alberts, if you're listening, if I was a head, if I was the head coach of this team, I can guarantee you right now that I'd be I would win six games. <laughs> I can guarantee you at the end of this year, we would have six games because if we had got down to the last last game and we had five wins and we needed that sixth win, guess who would be suited up magically? They're like, we got a transfer in it. <laughs> You're like putting me. the pads on. Yeah, I'd be in there. So light up the text line, 402-464-5685. Call in. Give us your thoughts or give me your thoughts. See what we can go back and forth. I want to. I'll, I'll read them right off on on air. No hating, you know. I, I won't. I won't uh, censor you. I won't give you the the dump button unless you start using some bad language. <laughs> you they know? were coming at us. Yeah, early, yeah. You, you know, I'm okay with. It. I've heard worse. Trust me, I played New York teams. You know, I, you know the funny <laughs> thing about playing in New York. I got cheap shotted by a, a a a New York Jet player who was funny. He was like the head of the NFLPA for a while. He was easily one of the dirtiest players I ever played against. <laughs> like essentially snapped my leg in half. So I'm on the. I'm. I, you know, the big thing. My grandfather was like. You know, I wanted to always walk off the field, right? But, Nate, I got, like, halfway to the sideline. I was like, nah. It Not happening. Right. So, I'm on, the, I'm on the John Deere, right? And I'm going. This dude ran down, like, from, like, row 10. It was cussing me out. And then he was, like, screw Nebraska. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, dog, my leg is, like, broken here. Everyone you know, knows it, your it, business, Right, though, yeah. yeah. So, trust me, anything you say on this text line, it won't, won't hurt my feelings. The first one. Here from a regular, I don't know, 40, let's see, the 8025, he said he'd be okay with it. He's trying to build it from the bottom up and do it the right way. Boys, it sounds like they finally believe. Other guy, Breezy, Breezy, Scott in the parentheses, I guess that's his name, is Scott Breezy. That's what we're going to call you. It's Urban. I truly think it's Urban. Boosters and fans want Urban. Mickey stays for sure. Either way, we need to win now. It's been a long, long 20 years, and I'm tired of losing. Urban will fix this. Oh, he's he saying it twice, so he must really mean it. Okay. Well, he, I'll tell you right now that Urban Meyer probably would fix it. The only problem is, but okay, this he is, says okay, Mickey okay, stays okay, either okay, way. Okay, hold on. We're we're gonna stay right there. We're gonna get that. Then we'll yeah, get Cruz of Lincoln, Derek, Clan, John Clantonio, Clantonio, John. Dang, Ross. What? Listen here. Hold up. <laughs> Keep coming. We're gonna get to it. Listen here. There. Okay, Kelsey and Mississippi. Is that Mississippi Mud Dog? It's Mississippi Mud Dog. Okay. How do you think it's a guarantee that Urban would fix it? He just was he he didn't even make it through like five games in the NFL. That's also in the NFL. Urban Meyer, every single place he's gone, the least amount of wins he's had in the season is nine. That includes Grambling State. Like Urban Urban Meyer has what do you proven mean? that he is what do you one mean? of the Urban co- he coached at, he coached at HBCU. Or what was it? I'm almost know. positive Bowling it Green. was. Bowling Green. Excuse you, me. you know Grambling State is an HBCU. Yeah, I don't know what the hell I was You thinking. know what HBCU stands for? Yes, Historically what? Black College, yes. Yeah, is Urban Black? No. Okay, but, I want to make sure. Excuse we had to me. a clarification. Bowling Green, excuse me. Okay. Including Bowling Green, he has only won nine games everywhere he's gone. Okay. But the problem is, if he wins nine games at his age now, he'd probably have a heart attack. So, No, I don't think so. He, oh, he had a heart but attack at Ohio <laughs> State when they won ten games. That's not why he was out. I if don't know. You know that, okay, we're not going to get into that because we've already been through that. But uh, you, but there's no guarantee you're going to fit. The Urban Meyer that you're hiring right now is not the Urban Meyer that took the Ohio State job. Well, the thing, uh, the, the bigger takeaway from this, This Jay, man tried to kick a grown man. I, I know. Well, okay. Urban Meyer has his own set of issues. But the biggest takeaway from this text that it has is Mickey stays for sure either way. You don't know Are that. we sure about that? You don't know about that. I don't, you, I don't know not, about that you're, at all. Hold on. You're not even sure. You, what? what 
Who says Mickey's not going to get another offer from another school? Who says that Mickey's going to accept a demotion? Because at this point in time, it would be a demotion. Yes and no. Next guy, let me see. Dang, I don't even know how to work this thing, man. This thing is blowing up. We're going to start from the Tyler. Let's see what he says. Urban would love the brass rail <laughs> for the off season and this <laughs> exactly. Let me see. Uh 0389. Urban's a skank. He's best not to show his homely mug here. I hear you. Bubba. Are you clowns with Urban Meyer business stop? You idiot shocker. Oh, VJ's gone. Uh, okay. Let's see what Mississippi <laughs> Muck Doggy says. He says Mickey's the man, great recruiter, great leader. The kids play hard for him. His only knock is the lack of head coaching experience, but I think that's overblown. He's well-traveled and has plenty of coaching experience. Uh, uh, 7754 Mickey. Uh, uh, 8796 Mickey. Derek. Let me see. Let's see what D-Rock D is saying. Derek is in the car. Says, I'm riding with Mickey because he's a great recruiter, great man, and he loves this place. He's here for it. 0145, enough of, enough of Urban Meyer. I won't <laughs> say what else he said. Let's see what my man Ross says. Ross, without knowing what's going on behind the scenes, it seems almost like it, like settling if we don't explore options outside of Mickey. On the flip side, it's impossible to deny that Mickey has already made improved state of the program. He clearly has the support of the kids. I, I'd like to think we can get someone who has ran a Power 5 program already. He was proven they know what it takes to get the job done. Let me see what we, there's some truth to that, but let me see what he says. We need flex seal. I highly doubt we will be able to recruit after the dumpster fire he started in the NFL. People uh, only know Urban because of the recruiting skills, recruit. which Mickey has done, and Mickey will still stick around after four years. See, there's a lot of truth to that. A lot of truth that truth to that right there. Um, let me see. What there's one that I haven't done. I'm horrible at this. Clatonia John, he says, I think we should name Mickey the head coach right now. You can just see the love and passion he has for football, loves the kids, and loves recruiting. There it is. There it is. All over the place. Mickey, Urban. I mean, I, I just – you know, the experience thing is always funny. It is. Because when we hired Scott Frost, nobody said it was, was a, experience wasn't an issue. The staff wasn't an issue. He's only been a head coach for two years, essentially for 18 months. It wasn't an issue. Um, running a true Power 5 program wasn't an issue. Like, UCF is not a Power 5 program. No. Um, that conference is not a Power 5 program. So that wasn't a problem. So now we have... Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. These are the new kind of stipulations that we have instead of, you know, this is what people don't understand. This is just my opinion, 
right? Um, and if somebody asks me, I'll tell them, when you're a head coach, you better look at the person first. Okay, who are you hiring as the person? Is he a worker? Is he, you know, you know all the, the qualities that you want in your head coach? You get what I'm saying? Um, and I think one of the one of the things I heard Nick Saban say when he was he talked about when he left Michigan when he was at Michigan State went to LSU and what he learned when he took over the job at Alabama. One of the things he learned was his job as a head coach is not only to mentor and groom players, right? And he's like, I don't have a lot of contact with. Him. He's like, my biggest job is to make sure I'm continuously mentoring and grooming coaches because that's a direct line to the players so when you have a young coach right so you gotta think okay okay the head coach that's uh um at uh georgia or was at georgia or, or you know kirby smart nick saban he groomed him went from db coach defensive coordinator the guy there linebacker coach defensive coordinator, something you know what i mean bill o'brien bill o'brien you know, back and forth where Bill O'Brien's had head coaching. But you got to understand, these guys are, I mean, <laughs> experience is one thing, but every coach is still learning. Every coach is still learning. Because coaching, if you go, say we got Dabo Sweeney, right? Just, just you know, just say I'm talking about somebody from a totally different conference. That'd be awesome. He would still have to learn and experience how to coach in the Big Ten. It's a totally different, it's a totally different atmosphere. And I and I would say the closest thing to the Big Ten is the SEC, and that's where Mickey came from as a you know wide receiver coach. I think he might have been an offensive coordinator, co-offensive or whatever it was, passing game coordinator, or whatever. How important <clears throat> do you think it is too now that I'm all the players speak very highly of Mickey Joseph, and in the current environment of college football, I feel like that's important. That's what it a lot of people huge. aren't talking it about. Is like it is that huge. relationship that you have with the players is so important, and he has that it's, obviously. That, I just that's what I'm saying. It's the it's the part you have got to you have got you have these 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 kids are the why right until they understand the why you know then they won't run through a wall for you. But they, but they but these kids are under the surface they're no different than when I when we came up. It just got to get to it a different way. Coach Osborne came up to you and said, hey, man, we're going to run, uh, you know, you know, over Panther strong. I need you to run right through Chris Naoli's face. Okay. Now you got to tell him, this is why. And this is how you're going to benefit from it. So you have to kind of – it's a little bit more of a high-maintenance type of coaching, but that's just part of the deal. And then you got to constantly re-recruit your roster. I think that – um you know, Mickey, I think the, the Mickey understands, like, the few times I've talked to Mickey, there isn't, there isn't um, you know, a lot of BS. Like, when he's talking to me, he's talking to me, though. You get what I'm saying? It's me. Like, we're looking at each other, we're talking. And I can, you know, we're talking back and forth. So, it's give and take. So, he's doing probably the same thing with the players. So, it's a little different. And this isn't, just because Mickey has a different connection with the players doesn't mean that like Scott and the other guys didn't either. Cause I could tell you this if for, for factual. Okay. Those guys on defense, when I was there, they, 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 they liked Eric Schnander. I know that for a fact. I saw it. That's probably part of the reason why they played, you know, well, there was more veteran guys, more experienced, but part of that was there. So, um, you know, I'm sure it's a, you know, I'm sure there's an evaluation process. I mean, and even Mickey said, he looked, this is Nebraska. You expect them to kind of interview other people. It'd be, you know, unless it was like a foregone conclusion, then, you know, 
you get what I'm saying? Then sure, then you don't. But well, I mean, Trev even said he's going to, and that's like as he you told should. you straight up. That's as you should. Right. And then once you go through the, you know, to be honest with you, I want you to do that because then once I, you know, get the job, then you know, there's no what ifs, right? So then we're got to be all on board. So I think. You know, a lot of people, you know, it just depends on where you're at. If you want to get a name and you want to have something to talk about, then you're going to go out there and do the same thing we did before. And then, you know, it's around four years later, it'll be there later, later on. You want to get a coach that wants to be here for the next five to 12 years here at Nebraska. You're going to, that means what you know is going to happen in the next five to 12 years. You're going to start to ascend, maybe hit a peak, dip down a little bit because you just, that's just the way, that's the numbers, that's the way football goes. And then you got to use the things that you got to send to get up there to that, like when you're in 10, you know, you're 10, 11, 12, and then you'll steady it. Then you'll continue along that path. People are going to try and poach you too once you get to that point. Well, the best thing that you could think of is they start poaching your coaches. That means you're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that we, when we were facing Illinois this weekend, Brett Bielema said that he learned from when he left Arkansas. He's like, we're doing some, we're doing some good things, and, we, and, I, and I put together a good staff because other guys were hiring a staff. Yeah, different in in free, and they were getting different jobs. And so what he did was he said he learned so much about himself, about what he did right and did wrong in the thirty days. The thirty he had thirty day the first thirty days, and then the next thirty days, so the the sixty days that he learned. And then he went around, and then you know he coached with Belichick a little bit in the pros, you know, uh, defense line, offense line, learned that a little bit, and then it was set himself up to you know obviously you know run another Big Ten program, and he came back and and done it. And I think. Another thing Nebraska fans shouldn't do, don't comp- there is not a lot of comparables. You know, don't compare well Brett Bielema did it in a year, so then this is what we, we should that's what the expectations of the part of the unrealistic expectations of Scott getting this job was he just had an undefeated season. So then everybody that's every what everybody kind of like went back to. Well he did it in two years at UCF, then he needs to do it here. It's a totally different ballgame. It was a totally different program that Scott took over, even though they didn't win a game. They had a lot of talent, and they just were a winning program a few years prior versus here. You went through, a, you know, well, at least four years with Mike Riley, and not, not even close to even a winning culture. And you had a lot of guys that didn't even under, wouldn't even want to work or at least come to play football. So you coming in and thinking, you know, versus, you know, ultimately taking over a program with no wins is a lot easier than taking over when you had some guys that had kind of like a fool's gold nine win season that one year with Mike Riley and maybe five games when he got fired. Whereas these guys have never won a game. So they're going to listen and do anything you say, you know, and then versus you get guys that think they know everything. They're going to revert back. They'll revolt on hard work. Whereas you got these guys now here, they're, they're embracing it. You know, I think ultimately when you play football, when you play football and work at it, um, that if if it's a different feeling than when you've been standing around all day in practice because you're actually playing football. So whether you're first, second, or third team, it doesn't matter. You're playing football. That means you can actually go home and evaluate yourself. Did I do good today? Did I win today? What can I get better at? What I got worse at? So forth and so on. That's how you build depth. That's how you build a program. That's kind of what Mickey's doing right now. Yeah. Let me see. Okay, we got a question from Tom before we go into break. Jay, do you – or we know with certainty that Mickey wants to be the head coach at Nebraska. Yes, we do. I certainly hope Mickey is part of the staff next year, if not the head coach. I will never speak for Mickey because I always feel like I don't like people speaking for me. There's a lot of guys that try to do that. I, I, that's one of my biggest pet peeves. 
from what I gather, and I could almost – I'm not a gambling person, but if I had to bet a dollar, I would bet that he wants to be the head coach at Nebraska. He's coaching like it. He's not playing games. That's what everybody – like, He Mickey is not playing games. This is not dress-up. It's not Halloween. <laughs> you, you, you know what I'm saying? He's coaching this like he's the coach. The only people that's viewing him as an intern is whoever's putting it in front of his, his name. I mean, he literally got rid of the defensive coordinator. He's but he's he, calling the shots like he he's treating it like he's the coach. You're right, right. So why wouldn't you? Until you tell me otherwise, I'm the coach, and I'm gonna do as such. But he's doing it for everything for the right reason. So the answer to your question is yes. I'm not speaking for Mickey, but I can only go by his actions, and that's better sometimes than me making some assumptions. We are gonna head to break for next. What we got a short break or a long break? That's uh, six minutes. Six minutes. I feel sorry for you guys. You guys got to wait 360 seconds to wait to get me back on here so we can spew some more stuff about uh, the press conference and so forth and so on. But it's old school. We're going to head into the break. We'll be back shortly. You're listening to Old School with DP and J. Download the mobile app and listen wherever you are on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.